You're listening to the audio-only version of our new show, Reality Check. To see the live video version, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com or YouTube slash Reality Recaps. Our live, wow, that was really quick. Welcome to our special edition Reality Check show on a Friday surprise where we have a lot of surprises in store for you. But before we get to those, you guys know the deal. You can follow me over on Twitter. I'm at Reality Recaps. And who's here with me? Jeffrey. <laughs> and you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Jeffrey Kaye, and then the number one, and then Instagram, my first and last name. Hi, I'm uh, Cleo. You can follow me at uh, Miss Cleo BB at uh, Twitter. And all of their links and information will be below this video. But before we get into it all, I just have to quickly let you guys know, thumbs up and subscribe to this YouTube channel. It really helps support our shows, as does using the Amazon link on the homepage of yourrealityrecaps.com to start any of your online shopping. But most importantly, we're just eight days away from uh, our Kickstarter being over. We have exceeded the halfway mark. We need more of your donations. If you love what we're doing, check it out. Oh, I pulled my headphone out. Check it out over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash kick. Most importantly, if you guys have questions for Jeffrey, Cleo, or myself, you can leave them below this video if you are watching on YouTube or in the chat room if you're watching on our website. So now, without further ado, our special guest of honor, the one Mr. Jeffrey or Jeffrey, what are we calling you? You call me whatever you guys want to call me. But let me clarify the story with that right now. Yes, go. Um, my mother, she she messed up my name, and so in Spanish, when you like, when you say it in Spanish, it's Jeffrey, and there is no e because if you say it in Spanish, it's Jeffetti, and it doesn't make sense. So it's the Latino version of Jeffrey, and uh, but friends call me Fry, so you guys are more than welcome to call me Fry. That's what I go by. That's always what I've gone by. So yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure you are considering us friends? Because you were telling me a story before the show started, which, go ahead, what happened when when you opposite worlders would get out of the house? Okay, so when we got out of the house, um, the first thing that we see is reality recaps, and we just started listening to all these, uh, you know, what's going on, what are they talking about us? And the first thing that I pull up is... Reality recaps in how Jeffrey's not playing the game, right? He's not doing this. He's crying too much. He's not... Oh my gosh! You should have you should have asked Jr. I literally started chugging the champagne because I was like, I'm gonna kill these guys, whoever they are. We all need to align together and take them all out. We will make our own show and we will personally take them out. And I'll make sure that I buy a cheap curtain, shower curtain, <laughs> in the background, and then get my show going. <laughs> that, excuse me, oh no, it is a table, it, it is a shower curtain, it is a shower curtain. Now, the high voice must have been John. All I can assume is that high voice must have been John doing that. Now, I don't believe, and I think Cleo will back me up here, I don't believe we said that you were a bad player. We said you were the only one playing the game. Because you were in there, you knew it was a game, we could tell that you yeah. knew what you were doing. It was just a hold little up. confusing. Hold up. Okay, Go, here out. You're playing the game. You're playing the wrong game. You would have been great on Big Brother, but this was the you, your strategy was horrible for a show that was based on popularity. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, I, well, listen to this. At, at one point, yeah, I get at the whole punishments and I get at the whole rewards. But when I found out that the punishments were 24-hour, no eating, I mean, it literally told me that I wasn't going to – nothing really bad was going to happen until the end. So the whole popularity thing, I was already at the bottom, so why not embrace it? I mean, nobody was feeling sorry for us. We were not Team Epoch at the same time. It's like – I'm not going to be fake and act like I'm, you know, Miss Tootie Goodshoes, Lauren, or Golden Boy, you know, JR, you know. I'm, I'm pretty cutthroat and vindictive. I, I need to stick with that. Do you so, – I mean, I don't think there really is a way to know the right way to play it. 
Yes, we knew America was controlling it. So, yeah. I mean, there definitely is that factor. And I guess if you saw the way the popularity vote was going each week, that's probably a key. But you also don't know, is America loving the villain? And I know that you were trying to be the villain on this season. No, I wasn't trying. It oh, was, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was well, could I, I – let yeah. me step in. Because this is the the one thing of all the things – that makes me want to just, you know, scream, what the hell are you thinking, Jeffrey? Okay. It was when Luke said, when you were all standing uh, out there, he said, he made a specific point to say, you guys, you know, the, the America's, your popularity is, is essential if you want to win this game. So, Jeffrey, what are you going to do now that with this in mind? And you know what you said? I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to stay the same. And well, you know what the thing is? They One thing that we learned from the get-go was that America was pretty much never going to eliminate us. America never – they always told us um, that we will decide our own destiny no matter what. So America was never going to get rid of us. So the worst that they can do is put a speed bump in my way. But the other thing is – um, I was already down there, and Luke told us America will have something to do with the winner at the end of the, um, you know, at the at the final week. And I completely understood that. But I was going up against Hero Frank, Golden Boy Jr., and you know Lauren, who was voted popular four times. The only thing I could do is take him out. Like I didn't have any other option. I just had to fight. No, it doesn't matter. You could have done what Evil Dick did. There are villains who have made it to the end where. You could have shown that you showed some like awareness. That's what I think was was so frustrating well, as a viewer. Is you didn't show like like you you could have been an underdog, someone that we wanted to root for to see manipulate his way to the end. Uh, and but, I did, but I will tell you this. I mean, if if this justifies any of your you know criticism towards me, um, when we were final six and it was the final Twitter popularity index. I believed in my heart that America was going to, because he said this is the most crucial one of them all, I really thought that America was going to vote out the least popular player, and the most popular player was getting immunity all the way to the finale. So what I started doing was playing the sweet card, playing, telling America, I don't know if you remember, but I told America in that final duel of destiny, America, I learned my I learned my lesson and I learned what you know the punishments were so hard and I learned you know like it was all bullshit but at the same time I thought America was going to eliminate me so what happens is I I put my heart out there and look what happened Lizette was number 6 I was ready for Lizette to go home like that was the end of it but apparently we get both punished technically because nothing really happened well, did it help that you said that all your tears were fake? So I mean, look, yeah. I'm tearing up right now, actually. <laughs> but but that's why no one believed you at, at that point. It was I don't know. You 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 would have done really really well on Big Brother. I think that none of us. That's so uh, well. You will see me on Big Brother. You will see me there. Uh, but it just yeah. At casting, at casting, at casting, get Jeffrey over to the big brother. No, well, I agree. I, I think that you definitely pigeonhole yourself a little bit by being the villain. I don't even know, Cleo, that he could have turned it around there at the end because, yeah. like you say, you were very obvious in saying, like, my tears are fake, I love telenovelas, you know, all of that. So I think it would have been hard to change America's mind there. So I kind of understand why you would have played the villain all the way through. I but mean, it would, have been, it would have been boring if you guys had to see, you know, 12 uh, golden players. Like, it would have been completely boring. At the same time, I, w I didn't come into the game to... Uh, to make friends or anything like that. I came to just be me and just cutthroat every single person. Like I said in my interview, if my mother was in this game and she was in my way, I would gladly push her in front of the bus so I can get to that money. And that was the game plan I was playing. I didn't care about, you know, Lizette, Danielle, Frank, Jesse. I didn't come Team Kronos. I stepped into that door being Team Jeffrey all the way, 100%. Maybe you yeah. should uh, call up Lynn Spillman and try to get on Survivor next uh 
uh, blood versus water season. <laughs> yes. Seriously, we need more Jeff Rise on the TV. Or Jeff Rise, I'll just keep switching it in the whole show. Um, so, I mean, with playing that type of a game, what are your relationships like now with the people outside of the house? Is there anybody that you're not talking to at all? Is there anybody that didn't get it? I have a feeling Frank might be one of them. <laughs> Um, I, I talk to every, I talk to everybody pretty much except, for example, I never got to know Angela or Charles. I don't talk to them. Um, I never got to know, um, um, Wyatt. I don't talk to him. Um, but the people who I, I I'm really close to are like, they are, um, Lizette, Danielle, Sam. I do talk to them. Frank, I, he's really busy at work, and so I, I text him here and there, and he texts back also. The one thing that, like, Frank um, doesn't get. He's super smart. Honestly, it, like, and, and this sounds pretty conceited and cocky, but I was training him. No. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I was training him the first three weeks to be a very strategic player, and um, he was getting it. He was actually understanding it. But he was so passionate about competing that um, he would just blurt out things without knowing that this is a competition. For example, um, you guys didn't know that Frank was actually my alliance on Team Kronos since day one also. He was like me and JR's dark horse. So when Danielle was attacking me to uh, put me up in a duel of destiny when she was the decider, um, I was you know defending myself. I was waiting for Frank to be like, nah, let's go with Jesse. Jesse needs to go up. And, you know, here's Frank. He's like, why don't you want to go up? You need to fight. Like, and I'm just like, holy shit, my own alliance is going after me. Also, at the same time, I'm like, what's going on? So, you know, Frank was just like a guy that just wanted to just battle. And then and when we were in the house, he just wanted to socialize. Like, that's that's what it came down to. I, I Frank, and Frank... Relax for a minute, because I know you're probably watching or going to watch. In interviewing Frank, it's like he didn't understand what I think all three of us really understand, being huge Big Brother um, fans, yeah. is that yeah. strategy and the social game is just as important as a physical game. Yo, yeah. shut up, bro. Shut up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you, shut like, can't shut explain up. that to somebody that like is all competition minded and I get it that's one great way to play like yeah, when yeah. you made that offer to um, JR uh, and then to Dravid that was brilliant brilliant loved every second of it I'm Thank not you. so sure Frank still gets why you did that um, he, he completely gets it 100% um, I told him week 3 when he was in the last week of uh, Team Kronos I told him in the kitchen, I remember this day, I told him, Frank, halfway through this season, they're going to start attacking you. And they're going to come after you. And they're going to want to get rid of you. So be ready. Be ready to fight. They won't come after me. They're going to come after you before they come after me. And so he was just like, I just don't understand. Why are they coming after me? And I was like, Frank, you're freaking six foot massive. You know, you're freaking Goliath up in here. And he just... You know, as much as I love the guy, it's just like, get it through your head. Like, you're not just going to fly through easily. That's not going to happen. And so when I try to get JR to throw down the um, that ball, um, it was more than at least a 20-minute conversation with JR. JR, what are you doing? JR, listen to me. JR, trust me. JR, please. What Like, don't you understand? This is for your wedding. This is, oh, my gosh. At one point, Frank was just like, shut up. Shut up. And, like, he was threatening, he like... Would have, he would have ripped your balls off and thrown them, like, yeah, I would... That would have been horrible. But I think what's very interesting about uh, the Opposite Worlds cast as compared to some of the other shows I've seen is, like, with Lauren and Sam and Frank, you have a lot of people who are real... Uh, you know, reality TV neophytes have no, no, his, no uh, knowledge of kind of, you know, uh, oh, and like Wyatt, where, you know, they, they really value integrity and my, you know, my laurels. And like, I, res I completely respect that. Not when you're on a reality, reality competition show. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's really sort of illustrated the, the culture of reality competition TV because, 
that's the sort of mentality you have to go with if you want to win. And it's just kind of interesting to see how people who are not familiar with that do. Yeah, um, I didn't understand this whole um, let's play as a team. It was like mind-boggling a lot of the time. And you guys would hear it on camera all the time, and I would hear it off camera 24-7. We need to be a team, especially with like Jesse and Danielle. We need to play with integrity. We need to be a team. And then I would hear it on the Epoch side. Oh, well, we decided together to go. And I'm like, what? Like, decide together? It's like, Lauren, you're the decider. Make a decision on your own. Stop depending on your own team. It's like, what are you thinking? Like, these people, I, I was, like, sometimes speechless. I couldn't even believe that they were, like, talking about democracy. Like, what is going on? Like, these people are crazy, crazy. And it's interesting to see how you played it, because I think I would have played it a very similar way. I don't think I would have been so villainish. I think I would have been more backhanded, manipulating. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I felt for you, as someone that we kept saying, it, it only seemed like you were the only one playing the game for the longest time. It was well, almost boring there in the beginning a little. Yeah, I mean, I did. I, I, there was times where it was completely boring. I mean, the whole Danielle thing. I made her like when she when this is the this was this is what happened. The whole week we were like we're putting up Mercy and Angela if we were to be the decider. And so then when we sit down in that couch and we have a conversation with Danielle about who she's deciding to put up, I thought we were like doing a. a a traditional big brother blind side, you know, or like put up the pawn and actually the pawn's going home. But she starts like saying my name. So like that, um, I thought that we were going to put up mercy, but we didn't want her to know that. And when she was actually really talking about putting me up, I was like, holy shit, bitch, you're going to put me up. Are you joking? Like you're being for real right now. And she was like, wait, what? And then she was confused. And then they turned off the camera because they needed to do all this stuff. And, and then I was like, you're saying that you're going to put me up? And then she was like, I thought that's what we were talking for the last 30 minutes. And I was like, holy fuck. And so then um, that's where the whole thing, I knew I was going up, period. I made her feel like the nastiest bitch ever. Like, how dare you? Who the hell do you think you are? Like, you know, the whole conversation in the um, in the kitchen where I was just like, do what you got to do, put me up, but you know what, just to let you know, I'm coming after you. And that's when I go to the bathroom and I tell JR, and he finds out, Danielle sees us and catches us. Well, at that point, I was, I was flipping tables, I was turning things around, I was blurting out things that I shouldn't be blurting out. So when Danielle found out that I went to go tell JR, I didn't even, I didn't even care. Like, and then, but that's where the whole water show started again. The tears, because I thought that I had a hope that I can turn it around the last second and just make her change her vote with like feeling sorry for me. I don't know. I just, I just played every card that I could because that was the first time that I felt attacked for sure. Had Cleo. Well, I, I will say the Big Brother fans watching the show recognized every strategic move you did and appreciated yeah. it. And I will give you credit. I think your finest move in the entire season was when it was down to like the four of you and you got protected. Oh man. Oh. I swear to God. Classic. Classic. I don't know. That was that was like uh, I I I mean something either was left off the editing room floor or you're just uh, an evil genius, but it was uh, it I don't know really what bad. happened. And and Luke just the look on Luke's face. Oh yeah, like ours. Like what? Let let's well, see. How did it happen? Go ahead, Je go ahead. How did it? How did you make that happen? Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, for the record, I don't think Luke liked me. First off, because I would get bashed by Luke and the comments that he would make. This is for your personal growth. I'm like Luke. Fuck personal growth. Okay, like I'm here to just get my check and go home. But how did it happen? So, um, it was uh. Four of us inside um, the future, Jesse, Mercy, Lissette, and I. Um, I was prepared to do everything and anything it took to pretty much make myself protected because being a Big Brother fan, there was no double elimination yet. And I knew for a fact it was coming up. And I was like, it can't be the next week 
because that's the season finale unless they're getting rid of one person every single day for us in the in the house. And I was like, double elimination has to be coming up. So um, with this whole technology and pad thing, I kept writing, I'm going to put JR and Sam up and we're going to have him go against Jesse. Or I'm sorry, um, JR and Jesse go up together so like that Jesse has a chance to fight. Well, that's where Jesse wasn't in agreement of protecting me because he knew I was putting him up either way. So the girls, I told Lizette, I, this is where this is where magic happened. I told Lizette that I would protect her next week. I would get her protected next week if she were to protect me this week. And then I told Mercy in the bathroom I would protect her next week if she would protect me this week. And this is all on the pad. This is all like writing on the pad. And of course, nobody's listening. And so, thank you, thank you. And um, they completely believed it. And I and I couldn't believe when because production made us forcefully do a vote that you guys didn't see either. When they when we forcefully voted, the other thing was that they made Mercy go first. Like Lizette said, Mercy go first. So which pretty much meant that it was Mercy, Jesse, Lizette, and me. And I already had two votes for me. I wasn't gonna give it to Lizette. It would have been a tied vote because Jesse gave it to Lizette. And so, with that said, Epoch would have voted who the protected was going to be. And um, I told myself, no way, no how. I, this is mine. And, and that's how it happened. And I lied to both of them, and I promised them something that I wasn't going to give them. So, yeah. But in order to keep them protected next week, you would have had have been voted by America. Well, yeah. Well, this was the brilliant plan. My brilliant plan was to use the villain card, which I really didn't consider myself that, but I guess, you know, whatever. America considers me that. But um, I was going to use the villain card, and like I said in my speech, America, vote for Lauren. I don't care about this damn vote. Don't vote for me. I don't want to be protected. But in reality, a lot of people ask, like, did you want to be? Did you want to be the decider? And of course, I wanted to be the decider. I, you know, I wanted to put up, you know, two huge players. Like that was the plan. And I almost got there. I mean, it was one of the closest votes in in opposite worlds. So I, I was surprised. That was when when Luke. I was the closest vote because yeah. like no no way is this reverse psychology thing gonna work no way but it almost did I could not believe it myself yeah it was and we were trying to figure it out we were very much like is he doing reverse psychology does he really not want to be it does he want to be it and like we're we're overthinking it there was yeah. so much overthinking over why you did that when you did yeah. it. Is very funny. It was, um, it was the funniest thing. Even producers were mind-boggled. They were like, "You're making me work for my paycheck." Actually, you're not begging to be the decider. What is this? What is going on? Like, you know. So it was actually, it was pretty cool. As as much as we loved Opposite Worlds, and clearly we loved Opposite Worlds, I yeah. hope it comes back next season. Oh yeah. I hope when they bring it back, though, they bring in even if they hire you, Jeffrey, as a consultant. Like, I just feel like what was lacking was they didn't really show us a lot of the gameplay or a yeah. lot of any of the strategy. Like, that was what was missing, I think, for a lot of people. Oh, but, yeah. And then I guess, I don't know why where it was filmed was a secret as well. And I know you guys didn't film every day of the week, only some days. So it's like, they, they should have just had it all day. Give us feeds. Do that next season, Opposite Worlds, because I think it's good. It definitely has a different dynamic than before. I think. I think the whole having... The the val the I think they overvalued the having a live show. Like I personally, I really didn't give a crap if if the the yeah. duel of destiny was live or not. It, I just didn't care. And and what happened was yet a lot of filler. And um, I, I understand. I think the reason why there were no feeds was not only because they didn't film all the time, but also apparently in the future, if you were able to watch videos and listen to music, that's like Big Brother. Oh, yeah. No music, true. nothing. Yeah. That's Because all I kept thinking was copyright, copyright. You know, that's why they're not having feeds. Um, I think that I think the message came through loud and clear what the fans liked and didn't like. And... Uh, it has a lot of promise if it does come back, but I think they should get some people like you know, like either Jeffrey or just some reality TV experts or super fans on board to consult to sort of like 
help mold the show and, and well, you know, I my think... vote is for Jeffrey I want Jeffrey on there because I know that he'll make a, a good show so let's talk a little bit about this live show because one of the points that I thought was really unfair and not to you it was definitely played in your benefit was how they kind of always would pull you and Jeffrey uh, you and JR yeah. out of the game and yeah. be like, and we're secluding everybody so they can't hear this conversation. But yeah. everybody knows you two have been pulled out for this live show to have a conversation. Yeah. And I don't think JR got it at the time, and maybe I'm wrong, but You're I also wrong. thought you played that brilliantly because I felt like you were feeding him the information at that time that you wanted him to know. I kind of feel like JR was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. But your answers to Luke's questions were very much giving JR information and I thought that that was brilliant yeah um, I think uh, the one thing that I, I had a, an advantage coming to the show is that I whatever opportunity I get to communicate with somebody at any given time even if nobody's around take it do it now and um, you know I always had JR there but don't get me wrong JR as as much as you guys want to think he's ditzy and doo -doo -doo, like no, Jr. is brilliant. Like he is completely me in the, I guess, in the hero way. This kid is super smart when it comes to game plan. I mean, that uh, you know, they didn't give him enough credit at some point when he was like, "What is he doing?" But Jr. knew what he was doing. Um, the whole sequester thing, going outside, we had to come back into the house saying that um, America um, chose um, the most liked and the least liked to get a message from home. So we apparently, he got to talk to his fiance and I got to talk to my mother. And so when when the, the players came out to the Duel of Destiny seconds after, I'm like, holy crap, what, how am I gonna make them believe this? I obviously start crying and the tears are flowing through my face. And they were like, are you okay? And I was like, I just got to talk to my mother. And like, they were just like, no way, that is so, oh, like they were freaking out. They were freaking out. So every time that somebody got pulled out to go talk to Luke during the live show, they thought they were going to talk to their family members and they were just jealous at the fact that they never got to. Isn't that odd because wasn't Lord's reward for the week just to have a conversation with their family? Yeah. Well, and that, and that you, would, you would just get one just for the hell of it? Like, yeah. no, one, no one kind of thought... This happened week two that we were yeah. pulled out. Yeah. Lauren's reward happened week five. I just think what what was good about what you did was you always defined your character and you always made it clear what you were about and you you exploited that time to your advantage. And yeah. so did Jr. I, I and I don't think he's. I never thought he was stupid. Uh, he just sometimes <laughs> sounded a little like, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. he's my little muppet. He's my yeah, little he, he's a little, like, little, a little sweetie. He's a little Swedish chef for me, and and I think it's adorable. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, since this is a reality check, can I can we just get to the fact that when you had to pick one person from that side to align with, can we just talk about why you picked him? Does it have anything to do with he was the hottest guy on the other team? No, he's not even my type whatsoever. I mean, if anything, uh, like, I don't know, I would... No, yeah, it wasn't that. It was. It wasn't. It, it, was, was, it was just, it was the fact that um, when we walked into the house, JR was in the restroom at the same time that I was in the restroom, and it was like, I know, it sounds funny, but there was a glass wall, guys, so nothing happened. But, like, um... <laughs> Why were you watching him shit, is what so, I so like, So, like, what happens is that, like, um, I'm, like, brushing my teeth, and we're, like, we need, to talk. Like, need to talk, and he, he was, like, yeah, but let's go outside in the backyard because people are going to hear us in the house, and I was, like, okay. So, um, so when we ended up talking, it was just, like, so do you watch Big Brother? Do you know anything about these reality shows? Like, what? How much information do you know? And I was, and you know, we started slowly like giving each other little clues. And then um, I personally, I think I said something about like, oh, do you remember Russell Hansen and all this? And so when he said yes, it was like my clue that oh, this kid knows the he knows Survivor and he knows Big Brother. Like, 
he knows what he's doing. So that's kind of where like the 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 relationship kind of evolved in a sense. But since there was a big glass wall, was it? Do you watch Big Brother? Or well, if you like, if, like you kind of have to like be like this, and then the other person has to be like this, and so like you don't have to scream it. But there was awkward moments where like. If you went like this and he's trying to say something, you were like both like about to kiss, and or like it would be funny because you were like so you had a lot. There was a lot of kissing scenes with like a lot of the players. You know, it was kind of hot. Yeah, it was just it was hilarious. You would like try to like argue and and fight the case, and you know like example um people that I didn't know like for example like Lauren and and Sam at the time you know we would talk and how's it going and just by like trying to say something to each other like we would um our faces would like be so like it would just pretty much be split by a glass wall like our lips were pretty much almost together like it was well, like if, if Sam wanted to speak to you would would like her side boobs like hit the glass <laughs> like wait like about 5 inches before her face ever could Oh my god, those things are amazing. Oh like, my god, they're amazing. <laughs> Sam, um, we love your breasts. And I love Here's my question, though. Didn't the glass wall not go to the top? Because I thought we heard stories that, like, Wyatt jumped over it and came into your side when you guys were all out doing something. Wait, in the backyard? Maybe it was just in the backyard then, I the guess. The backyard, yeah, the glass wall, there was a cutoff, obviously. And, um, I mean, I don't, I, I guess, Wyatt is crazy. I mean, that guy is a tactical ops operations, military, something, something. And so, whatever he did, I guess he was really good at being a ninja. So, yeah. Yep. Well, there had to be a cutoff because he threw food over it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, and the throwing of the... I, but I didn't know if it was, like, a big giant gap, or I just meant as far as, like, talking would go, wouldn't it have been easier then to talk there where sound no, could get... No, you wouldn't... Yeah. You can't... Like, if you stand apart from each other, just trying to yell across, you have to, like, really yell in order to hear somebody. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Did you yeah. ever communicate with your, like, instead of talking to JR or whoever... Write on your iPad, or your your tablet, and like show it to him. Oh, of course. I mean, we had the technology, but the thing was that sometimes we only had like a good thirty seconds, one minute to say, "Hey, who's going up? I don't know yet. What are you thinking? No, I don't know. What are you thinking?" So like, it it was quick before somebody had to come to the backyard to go into the jacuzzi or dry something up or you know. So this whole pad thing, yeah, we can use it if we had something long to say. But besides that, it was just not in our convenience to write a race, write a race. It was not going to work. It was not going to work. How did you, I mean, obviously, I don't think that you could tell us if you did mess up. But I'll just say, okay. was it really hard when you were not allowed to speak? Were there any moments where, like, oh, my God, you almost spoke at this point? Or was that, like, no problem? Yeah, that was the hardest one of them all. Um, like, it... I don't even know how to explain it. Like, you cannot talk whatsoever. So even you're so when, – when somebody asks a general question in the house, you're so receptive to answer it. Everybody is. It's like, hey, has anybody seen the the towels? And you always want to be like, no. Oh, wait. You know, so there, was, there wasn't moments like that. But, like, there was moments where I would catch myself and, like, I would go and about to say something. And, you know, I look up and there's a camera right there. And I was like – the one thing that they told me um, off show was the cameras will be on you 24-7. We specially hired somebody to be on 24 hours and change shifts and whatnot to, like, personally listen to you. And I had my mic on all 24 hours, which we usually don't. So my mic was on completely. And so I kept thinking of that because I was freaking out, like, I wanted to put duct tape on my mouth. I couldn't do it, you know. I wanted to put a, a, a shirt over my face. I couldn't do it. Like, yeah, I there was moments where I almost did talk. That, I, I don't know. I would not be able to do it at all, but I know the way my brain works, and I would want to, like, push the limit. And I think I might be like, yes, just to see if something happens. Just to see, like, if production would be like, yeah. have a game. Like, what? Well, I just said yes. But I don't know. I would not be able to handle that well. Um, so go ahead, uh, Cleo. I know that you you had some other questions that I know you were dying to have answered. No, I just, 
Can we all do a, a take a break and do a, give our best mercy eyes? Ready? Oh, I'll, go, I'll go first. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. That's a pretty good mercy. Well, we all know that I did this for mercy eyes. <laughs> which I can't do. It hurts my head now. Oh. You don't have to do mercy eyes if you don't want to, Jeffrey. No, it's more like she mercy first, turn it up. <laughs> turn, turn it up, mercy. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a, I do have a question about. Go. Okay. Okay. I thought it was very unfair in a six-week show uh, to have Mercy and Steve enter the game a week, you know, a week into it. Uh, I mean, just it's one thing if it's like Big Brother Canada where you've got a whole season to play. I thought they were just screwed over from the get-go, and I mean, I have a lot of, uh, you know, I could go on a lot about it, but I kind of want to hear from you, Jeffrey. What do you, what do you think about how that twist was, how that played out, and was it, because I, I thought Steve could have done, you know, kind of like he could have been the equivalent of you on the Epoch side, and uh I, I just think he got shafted from the get-go because of just the situation. So what are your thoughts? Um, I think uh, the whole bringing in the players, you know, just two more players was was interesting because it was just like all of a sudden we have two new players into the game. I felt like it was um, it, I felt like it was the first day all over, um, to tell you the honest truth. Um, at the same time, it changed the dynamic a bit, but not really because... For us, we were still a tight, we were still a tight five at the time, and Mercy being six, um, we were still tight. And you know, the point of the whole um, players coming in late to the game is so they can mix up um, the the drama. They can mix up stuff going on in the house. And Mercy nor Steve really ever did. Well, Steve did do it on his side, but Mercy never really did it on our side. Um, she also being a non-reality show watcher. She really didn't understand her point in the game to, like, make a girl alliance, you know, mix it up, stick with Jeff, stick with Frank, like, you know, get something going. And um, I don't think that um, she understood that. Um, and then on on Steve's side, I had a conversation with Steve, like, the second day, and I was like, you know who you remind me of? And have in mind, I still didn't know this guy. Um, but I was trying to get into his head and see what he was all about. I was like, you remind me of a player named Cochran. And he was like, he was like, really? And like, he was like, when he said that, I knew for a fact, like I was, he knew I was giving him a compliment, first of all. And second of all, this means Steve is a huge reality show junkie just like me. Because if you are going to take a compliment like that, it means that if you're, you're somebody and you know what you're doing. But what I didn't like about Steve, he fit in well in a sense where they were all about a democracy, but Steve meshed in. I just wish that he had uh, grown up hair and mixed it up and, you know, done what I would have done, you know, flip over tables, called each and every one a bitch, like, you know, like, go after yourselves, you dirty whores, like, just completely rampage the whole place up. Go off on Wyatt. Tell him how big of a douchebag he is. Like, I would have mixed it all up in there. Like, but, I don't know. I guess Steven didn't do that, and that's why he got eliminated. Um, no, that's not why he got eliminated. <laughs> he would have been eliminated two weeks before he did that. Yeah, I don't know if that would have been a good strategy yeah. for Steve. I think that works. I think that was a good strategy for you. I don't know yeah. if no, no, he should have, What I mean is he should have done that the last week when he got targeted. How did he get voted off before Frank? Like, that's my question. Like, how, yeah, I get it. He's, I guess the, the, the opposite world players are saying that he was conniving and sneaking and passing too much information to Jesse. But really, like, you're going to weigh that on, you know, going against... Um, somebody that you're gonna have to find in the duel of destiny in the finale. Like, well, come on now, let's get with it. You know. That's another thing that I want to ask. It's sort of a question and a comment. I thought one of the most frustrating things about the show uh, was, you know, from your perspective, how do you even know how to strategize if you don't know what the end's gonna be? And so, you know, 
yes, Lauren was very naive when it came to reality TV competition shows, but kind of uh, all of you guys were because you really didn't know how the end game was going to play out, and yeah. uh, and and so that that would have driven me nuts. And I know it, it was driving us crazy. At the same time, like for for myself. I knew I just had to form alliances and get on everybody's good side um, with the whole, like, um, I, I played I played the weak card. I mean, one thing America didn't know about me, and I, I don't know if you guys know about me this already. I mean, I posted a couple pictures on Twitter, but I am a power lifter. Like, I am the Western Regional Champion of the United States. Like, I'm second in the Look, state of no. California. And I am a SoCal CrossFit competitor. I compete against huge guys like Frank. And I unlike, unlike a lot of people, I never faulted you for never competing because that's the equivalent of volunteering to be a pawn on Big Brother. You exactly. never volunteer to be a pawn. So, exactly. you, so I understood that, and I never uh, – I would have always tried to avoid – who would who would volunteer – I mean, that, that that's just stupid. It's, it's, not, it's just bad gameplay to ever volunteer to do that. All the time, every single week, I would hear from Team Kronos, Jeffrey, when are you ready to go into a duel of destiny? Jeffrey, when do you want to go into a duel? And I'm like, holy crap, like, you don't get it. You, these people, like, again, I apologize if you guys are going to watch this, but they're stupid. Like, you don't want to go into a duel of destiny. They're 50-50. It's risking your life to go home. And so, like, when are you ready to go into a duel of destiny? Never. Like, never. But at the same time, if, I, if it was my time to go, let's do it. But um, exactly, it's like playing Big Brother. Do you want to be a pawn on, on nominations eviction week? You don't. Like, that's the point of the game. Especially yeah. when it's not even a vote that's controlling your destiny. It's it's like a clusterfuck competition, like that that one where Frank went against uh, what's her name? Angela. Angela. Like, first of all, that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. But besides that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, uh, it is. Angela, Angela was ready to go home. I have a feeling that she was ready to go home. I I, I mean, I think I think she secretly was just. All she thought about when she was on that zip line was, I want a shower, I want a shower, and she just ran to Frank, like, take me out, take me out. But it is, I mean, we know after the fact, which I, we like, personally for myself, I judged Lauren, even Sam, so harshly. It wasn't until we had them on, like, two weeks ago that we found out. They've never watched a reality yeah. TV competition show yeah. before. Like, they had no clue. So I don't, you know, and I know you weren't exactly. really calling them stupid. I just think, like, they they just didn't get it. So I agree that it, it must be very hard to play a game with people that don't know the way reality competition shows work going, going back to um, when Steve and Mercy were put into the game that's yeah. when you had one of my favorite lines of the season uh -oh. when you were like I didn't work this hard to get to the top 10 <laughs> to have two more people and I was like hey Jeffrey relax. it's been one week and two people home. I forgot about that that's my favorite line of the whole season that was, I, you know what that is my favorite line of the season. I, yeah. I totally second that. Yeah, that was so funny. I loved it. I, I loved think I was it. the only one like working a full time job in the opposite world house. To tell you the honest truth, no. final ten. No, but I'm I did sure not get the smart to be final ten and just get final twelve again. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. What it, what impact did it have on your perception of Mercy and Steve? When you found out that they were voted in by America, like how did and, and especially knowing that there's a popularity index, did did that make them bigger targets from the get go? No, um, I think that like Mercy was also playing to be protected that week because she was at the top, and me and Frank were like that. That's never gonna happen, girl. Let's just even forget about that subject. Let's move on. Let's talk about something else, okay? Like we weren't even. I mean, she put out the she put it out there, and we were like, let's not even talk about it because it's going to be a no period. So, um, yeah, it was. I guess you could see it as a big threat. They were getting voted in by America, and and you know, America loved them. At the same time, like I said, we knew that you 
you decide your own destiny in the house. America doesn't decide it for you, really, in a sense. So um, who ultimately was going to get rid of Mercy and Steve would would have been us, pretty much. How did it affect your... Oh, sorry. Well, I'll say this. I'll say that it's almost, I would think, your mindset probably almost went to, like, a little bit of an Alyssa from Big Brother. Like, America has voted her in. She must be a favorite. How can I use this mercy power as a weapon? But if we have learned anything from the rotating door of opposite worlds people coming through here, it's that mercy be crazy. So I don't know how much you could be using her. Okay, can I... I I will be the one person to to say this in defense of mercy. Because, I, I mean... I yeah, I've goofed on her a plenty on Twitter, and I have given her a hard time. But I will say this: I, regardless of how she acted on the show or during the while she was in there, she was really given just one scene the entire season, and that was her kind of going crazy at breakfast. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know, yes, that was that was funny, but. Really, be it was that, and then her elimination, and that kind of, kind of sucked. If if that were me, and that was like the only you know footage of me that I had, I thought that was kind of that was just kind of shitty. Well, um, like, well, I mean, yeah, I guess you could consider it shitty, but at the same time, it, like she like. And I'm not trying to bash on her, but she really didn't do nothing. Like, she was just there as a body. So, for example, a, a lot of people keep telling me that I had a lot of airtime. Well, it was because I was I was the ladle in the whole pot. Like, I was mixing up the drama. Like, I was fighting with Danielle. I was making, you know, I was like, I was aggravating Jesse. I was, you know, going against Lizette. Um, you know, I was, uh, Mercy was trying to get me on her side. Like, there was a lot of factors that I was trying to get into. And so a lot of it had to do with, and then I was playing Epoch also. You know, I was playing with Lauren. I was playing with JR and Sam. So um, I guess in, in a sense, it was to Mercy's initiative to, like, you know, do something so you can get airtime. Well, that, that, that's where your experience came into play. And that's what you got. That's how you were rewarded. Uh, and and it was it was fair. You got a lot of airtime because you made good TV. Yeah. Uh, Mercy, it just was a reflection of her uh, naivety, uh, when, or naivete when it with reality TV that she didn't she didn't know that. I'm and I'm not defending her gameplay. I'm just saying as a human, it kind it of it just, that she it got sucked. the angry black lady at it. Is your point? And I agree. You what? <laughs> No, I just said, oh, wait, she had a gameplay? I didn't know that well, you guys would. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They didn't show it. Right. They didn't show anything. Hey, or that, that. I will say the smartest thing she ever did in the game was to vote me protected. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go, Mercy. I, you know, hey, she has 10,000 Twitter followers now, so. Love you, Mercy. Good for her. (laughs) Um, What, I'll I'll say this. So do you feel, and maybe it's pretty obvious to us, but is there anybody that you modeled your gameplay after? I know I'm sure who we think you modeled it after, but I'll let you answer Uh, no, I will say this. I, I've watched Big Brother from the first season of the first day. I will tell you this. Um, for everybody out there who doesn't know, I've watched Big Brother US, Big Brother UK, Big Brother um, Australia, and uh, Big Brother Canada. I've watched every single Big Brother. So I came into this I came into this whole game. You know, people say I have integrity, I have this and that. I just came into this pretty much. I've never heard anybody say they will throw their own mother under the bus. Like, I mean, that pretty much explains to you how much integrity I have, um, you know, in a game. I, I literally will do anything and everything it takes to get me all the way to the end. And, like, um, John, Johnny did, Johnny Cash or whatever his name is from Survivor. I mean, she said he, his dead grandma. Like, you Johnny know, Fairplay. Fairplay. Whatever. Whatever. Um, he, like, he threw his grandma under the bus. Like, you know, uh, this chick last season, Blood versus Water, she threw her mom under the bus. Like, you know, it, like, it just all, that's how I kind of model my game in a sense. But at the same time, like I said, I will do everything and anything it takes to get myself to the end. If I would have had to throw JR 
um, if I would have been, you know, the winner of that challenge, and if it was to my convenience to not take Jr., I would have not taken Jr. So all I know yeah. is my my emotional reaction to you. Like I judge a lot of people, you know. Or this is what well, my opinion is based on my emotional reaction, and that's usually that I wanted to slap you most of the time. Is that you, you reminded me a lot of Dan Giesling during Big, Big oh. Brother 14, where it was like, you know, all you know, do it. You you literally did everything you could just to be safe, even though when it got you to the end, it wasn't going to do shit for you, but yeah. it got you to the end. Uh, yeah. But that, that's what you reminded me of. Uh, but do you not agree that if they, like, I feel like if they bring back um, Opposite Worlds, which it was did so well in ratings, I couldn't see them not bring it back. I feel like, why wouldn't they bring back people from your season, if not to host something or to do some kind of a challenge? But I also think, let's look in the future, fingers crossed, I think if there's an all-star season, like, you're on it from your cast. Oh, yeah, I mean, definitely. definitely. How could I you not be it differently, on? though. Oh, well. <laughs> what? Yeah. I might play it differently. Well, you could play it the same on the um uh, on the inside play of the same, but on the outside, be the nice, compassionate, oh, caring Jeffrey. I, I just got a message from the future. Uh, <laughs> I'm seeing that uh, uh, Jeffrey is at the bottom of the Twitter popularity index uh, uh -oh. in a couple of years from now. Why? Uh, I just don't understand why five years later people are just still uh, Right, exactly. You need a, you need to like. Get Your punishment is you know get married. Hanging you know from the fall while freaking water jets are squirting you. Oh, man. And you know um, what else is funny is that, <laughs> you know, I'm sure you know about the spam bots on Twitter that were, you know, that were bringing, like, JR down and Lord down. Jeffrey, you didn't need no spam bots to bring you down. You got to the bottom all by yourself. Thank That's you, and true. I will say this. I was proud of it, and I was trending on Twitter in the United States at number seven, right under LeBron James. Okay? For all the wrong reasons. <laughs> and you're trending, welcome. <laughs> but I was trending. Do you trend? I don't think you trend. I trend. <laughs> this, is, I, this is true. You were That's trending, true. and I think we might have helped with that. Um, yeah, I think I think it was absolutely... Um, I, I would love to see you come back. I would love to see you play it again. I don't know that I would want to see you... I mean, I would want to see you on a Big Brother because I would love to get to watch how you play because yeah. you play games so hard. I yeah. just wouldn't want it to, like, jeopardize if there is another Opposite Worlds. I don't know how they would mesh because aren't they, like, different networks, different... Yeah. There might be, like, some rules or whatever um, about that. But who... Um, so who are you loving right now from reality TV that's on right now? Like, uh, forget about Big Brother Canada. I feel like we've talked Big Brother to death. What about this season, Survivor? Who are you rooting for? Who are you loving? I know that we might have you come on a Survivor show as well to talk Survivor, but who are yeah. you loving Survivor right now? Um, I'm loving Tony. Tony, the, the policeman, right? Oh, my gosh. I... His game is pretty much my game. I mean, do you see the resemblance? I think he's like family to me. Like he he is playing a game that I would play on big um on Survivor. Like this guy knows what he's doing. At the same time, he's making little hideouts so he can hear information from like people talking inside the hut. Like this guy is awesome. Like you know, at the same time, this he's so conniving and he. He was pretty much the vote to get Cliff out of the game. Like, he knows to make big moves. Like, this guy, he's brilliant. Like, he's completely brilliant. And so I definitely want to see him get further in the game. Um, I'm not too fan of a lot of other people. I mean, everybody's just playing, like, a regular Survivor game. This guy's just, to me, go for it. Go ahead, Cleo. Spencer. Yeah, our boyfriend. Oh, I love Spencer. Okay. Oh, I love Spencer. He is He's my... calling right now. <laughs> no, go ahead. I was kidding. Right now. Hold on. Um, you know, he's really cool. I really love Spencer. Um, but ultimately, I think my 100% or 99% goes to uh, Tony for sure. Strategical uh, gameplay for sure. 
Yeah, I don't think strategic is a word. No, it's not a word, and that's what, that's why I brought it up. I, I think, by the uh, way, I would get I would get a lot of uh, um, banter from contestants and producers because I kept saying my strategical game is. So I learned for a fact that like I just yeah, strategic is not strategical is not a word. So we, you know, I I was rooting from the beginning. I kind of was. Um, Sarah's the other cop, right? Yeah, I I totally thought she was destined to win this game, but then uh, that'll I think I think the uh, after you know when she wanted to throw the challenge, I'm like forget it, and then all of a sudden I'm I'm just Team Spencer. I think he's the. It's very telling when Jeff Probst has a quote in his interviews preseason that Spencer has a zero point zero chance of winning this game. To me, that's it's like. Spencer really has a hundred point, one hundred percent chance of winning this game, and I think the brains will dominate uh, from this point forward. So, well, I say, um, Jeffrey, I know you are a huge Survivor fan. I hope that you will come on to a Survivor show and talk more Survivor with us. Um, final thoughts. For you, or here, I'll do it this way instead. Cleo, do you have any final question that you need answered from Jeffrey right now before we let Jeffrey talk about anything he wants to talk about? No. No? Okay, good. Brilliant. Then, Jeffrey, I leave it to you. Is there anything that you need to get off your chest from this season of Opposite Worlds? Any record you want set straight? The floor is yours. Um, well, first off, uh, me and Jesse haven't talked, so I'm reaching out to Jesse. Jesse, hit me up. I do have a heart, and um, he did say in the game, the way that you play the game is the way you live your life, and, you know, it's a complete lie. I don't I don't live my life vindictively, or and I'm not conniving in the real world. It's only a game, and um, I do want to reach out to you and see what's going on. So if you do see this, Jesse, hit me up. Frank, I love you. Um, next time you do play Opposite Worlds, you're the first one out. Um, Lauren, don't blame me. Blame America for eliminating you. Um, and uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, at the, at, the, at the end of the day, I just want everybody to know that the way that you guys perceived me was pretty right, and at the end of the day, I did play the game that I did want to play, and it was it wasn't to be a villain. It was to be, it was to be dirty. It was to be conniving. It was to be backstabbing. I just wanted to play like a true fan of Big Brother and Survivor. So um, that would have been great if you were on Big Brother or Survivor. <laughs> well, I played. Oh, well, okay, well, I mean, to tell you this, now that we're wrapping it up, I did watch um, Opposite Worlds, um, Chile, since I do speak Spanish, perfectamente yeah. bien, um, I did watch all two, three seasons, well, the third season's going on right now, um, and I, I did watch all the seasons, so did I have an advantage in this game? Hmm, I'll leave it up to you, but I didn't know how to play through a glass wall, let's just say that. Yeah. Did I anybody did, did any of your shenanigans happen through the glass wall? Like any you know, like booby, like flash. Like, yeah, or feces throwing, boobs well, showing. I, well, the one thing that I can say is that um, Frank loves loves peanut butter. So oh. one day I just got a whole blob of peanut butter. Just I was like, Frank, you want some? And I just threw it at the window. I was like, Oh well. Oh, sucks. You can't have any. I'm sorry. And um, I just smeared it all over the window. Oh, it was it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. And that was when you were still fighting, clearly. <laughs> Pretty um, much. But yeah. So besides that, there's nothing. There's nothing else to be said. Um, Why do you like Jesse? What? what? Why do you like Jesse? I forgot to mention. I don't. I don't think. I didn't believe a single thing about. I thought he was completely insincere and. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was game. It was good gameplay, but I, I, I just, just to wrap it all up with Jesse. Just to wrap it all up with Jesse. Jesse came into this game with a lot of integrity, a lot of heart. Um, he wanted to play the game as a team. I think it came down to personal reasons because he doesn't have any brothers or sisters, and 
like he said himself, I'm quoting him, I'm a loner at home. So he doesn't, he doesn't necessarily have a lot of friends. And so um, I think that being in the opposite world house kind of gave him a sense of that again. And to him, I mean, he probably didn't want to see anybody go. So he really didn't see the game aspect out of it at the beginning. So I, I, felt, I felt for him. I, I really felt for him at first, but it was still a game. So at the end of the day, Jesse um, played too much with his heart, and he he is a true person, and he does love what he like. What he does. So he just loves to all be that stuff with Danielle was real, huh? Was all that stuff with Danielle real? Because I thought I thought he was just manipulating us for like, you know, the whole speech, and then like, hold up, bro, and he had to like run off and cry. Like I just felt very. That was okay. Well, that that stuff. Okay, like it's yeah. That's diva. That was too. I was laughing. I I couldn't even do it myself because that was too much for me. That was too much diva right there. But J um Jesse did feel for Danielle in a sense of like brother and sister, like we all did. There was never, and I will clear the record. There was never any sort of like oh uh, inclination of him liking her or anything like that. Actually, they even fought more than I fought like with him. You know. So, but he got really close to Danielle, being that Danielle's very sweet, very honest kind of girl, adorable. I love Danielle and I love Lizette. So, in a sense, when the game started getting closer to starting to betray each other, he just felt very betrayed by his own team. So, so that was so that was real. That if that's real, then I apologize, Jesse. I'm sorry. It's completely real. Okay, we like, would never expect that Danielle was gonna go home. Um, before Steve. Like, we thought Danielle had it in the bag. Obviously, she didn't. Um, Jesse, like I said, Jesse did feel for her in and, and, and a, and a brother and sister sense, and he, we, they do, they do have a great connection when it comes to, like, a friendship and all that stuff. Like, the, Jesse, th those are real, real honest, 100%, like, hard emotions. So are we talking like brother-sister thing, like flowers in the attic, brothers and sister thing? Because I thought that was kind of like what he was hinting at, you know, like... No, it's not what he... <laughs> no, Danielle loves her fiancé. He oh, is a okay. sexy-ass man, okay? He is Bob.com. The guy has it all going on. No offense to Jesse, but I would pick her fiancé, or her boyfriend, soon to be, hopefully, give her the damn ring... Beyonce, but you know her boyfriend is banging. She has no reason to be leaving him for nothing. Um, I did not know about this boyfriend, Danielle. We were just talking the other day, so I think we need to see some pictures. Yeah, Danielle is gorgeous. Everyone, oh. everyone that is a significant other from your cast, yeah, they're hot significant others. Like, oh yeah, JR's, JR's wife, JR's <laughs> wife is gorgeous. Frank Frank's wife is banging. Girl, get it, okay? Two babies, and she's still looking bomb. I yeah, your whole entire cast uh, was. Oh amazing. wait 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 wait. Let me, uh, before I forget, I'll, I'll they'll kill me if I don't do this. And no. let's talk about Jess, Jr's fiance. Girl is a goddess. She oh my gosh, Jr, you look ugly next to her, okay? <laughs> uh, no no, they just they both look fucking hot together. Like, I don't know which one of them I want. That's how hot they both are. Is that Gross. I know I don't want JR. JR is like my big brother in a sense, so that definitely isn't going on, but Jess, Jess is banging, for sure. Well, I thought, but, okay, I'll say this. We all love Jess because we talked to her all season yeah. during the whole entire thing, but you can't have Jess because I thought that you have your own fiancé Oh, although we got that information from Wyatt, so I don't know if I'm believing it. So, so you have your own, correct? Can you confirm or not confirm? Or you Wait, don't have to... No, I'm completely single 100%. Interesting. Well, all I know is Wyatt, on his exit interview, said, like, your fiancé, or maybe he said partner, but I'm pretty sure it was fiancé. I don't know, I'm sure I'll be getting tweeted any second, um, was, like, very disappointed in your gameplay. Uh, me and Wyatt have cleared the air, and at the same time, um, he did leave week two with his whole st strategical, ca tactical methods of merit and bullshit. So at the end of the day, uh, who made it further? Um, Wyatt, I'll let you answer that one. 
But, um, you know, at the end of the day, Wyatt is a cool guy. He's crazy. He is explosive. Um, he's awesome. Um, I don't know why he would say that I have another half. I don't have anybody else, but um, I, maybe I, he was thinking, maybe he was making a joke and saying, you know, JR in a sense, because that's what everybody kept saying on uh, Twitter. Maybe, or maybe I got it wrong. I wouldn't put it past me to have gotten it wrong, but I'm going to say I'm like 99% sure I thought what he said was he talked to your fiancé or partner. Well, but look. He's going to get a text from me right now. All right. Well, let, me, let me text him right now. <laughs> believe me, he's probably watching. Um, so here's what I want to say. Thank you so much for coming on, Jeffrey. We wanted to kind of, and I give uh, credit to Cleo for this, wanted to have you on the first time to like get the opposite world talk out of the way. There you go. So that now we can have you on more to talk things like Big Brother, our traditional reality check show where we talk all reality TV, take questions, but we really wanted to give you your opposite world say first. So we hope that you will come back on for more shows. And that said... Well, for sure, hashtag Team Kenny. Um, love him. Uh, oh, yeah. My fiance, by the way. That's my fiance. Okay. Um, so, Get in line. Get in line. Twitter, at uh, Jeff Rye, Kaye, the number one, and Instagram, Jeff Rye Kaye. And um, make sure that if you have kids this summer and you want to put them in my summer camp up in Big Bear, um, go to campfiretoday.org, and I will be your kid's director. And believe me, I will teach them how to play Big Brother and Survivor. <laughs> That is scary. <laughs> um, make sure you text me that after, because I will put the links to that below. Um, go ahead, um, Cleo. Do your outro. I would like to say that, uh, Jeffrey, it's been over an hour, and I've gotten no douche chills uh, from you, and I think that's very commendable. I really uh, think you're a decent, great guy, uh, and uh, which is usually the case when people are off of their show so uh, thank you for talking to us and you can follow me so, yeah you could follow me Jeffrey on Twitter at uh, Miss Cleo BB yes I will say um, I think you were great all around I always thought that you were a great player in the game yes, <laughs> I said he was a great player oh, 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 oh. spelling his name stupidly but now that it's his mom's fault I can't actually say that um, so other than that, and yes, we thought you should have. I think we fleshed it all out. And I am saying on behalf of John, who's at a doctor's office, and by the way, texted me during the show um, and said he loves that you were trying to take our show down. And thanks for making fun of the shower curtain. So that being said... I, st I still got to talk to him because me and him still have to go at it. Okay, that's the oh. one who I was personally waiting for. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why he's hiding. He is, he is, we'll have you back. We will have you back. I wanted you a real reality check show with like me, John, Cleo, you. And I want everyone to like, when we do it on Saturday night, then everybody asks questions and it's all about like what they want us to talk about and yada, yada. So we really want to have you back for one of those. And of course we're going to do an opposite world reunion show. I think in the next week or two, I'm really figuring that out starting next week. So yourrealityrecaps.com slash kick. Um, help fund, donate, whatever you guys can, and we will see you guys all back next week for our Amazing Race show on Monday. See you guys all then!